0: Hi, welcome to Let's Talk Mental Health Podcast, where we'll have conversations about things like vulnerability, self-awareness, traumatic events. We'll even share funny stories, such as the time I realized I was dating the same man as my client. And yes, that really happened. We'll talk about how our parents screwed us up and how we're probably doing the same things to our own kids and how we can break those past negative patterns. I'm a therapist. I'm a boy mom. I'm Jen. Let's talk. Hi, friends. Welcome to the first episode of the Let's Talk podcast. Today, we're going to talk about fear. And I don't mean physical fear, I mean fear of failure, fear of rejection, and that ugly monster, fear of what others think. So, let's get started. So one of the first things that I want to talk about is fear of failure. And I'm going to start with a story from when I was in third grade, and I begged my mom to take me to play softball because my friend Angel was playing, and I was eight years old, and I had never played softball a day in my life. And so after I convinced my mom, she took me to the softball fields, and we showed up to practice, and I absolutely refused to get out of the car. My mom was frustrated with me, rightfully so, after we had bought the softball equipment and whatever else I needed, I'm sure, and I refused because I was afraid. I was afraid that every eight-year-old out there knew exactly what they were doing, that they didn't make mistakes, that they were perfect at softball, and I was afraid that I would fail. And all I really ended up failing at is not going, not doing, and now so many years later, all I can think is, I'll never know what kind of softball player I would have been. So a lot of the things that come with fear of failure is regret. And what I run into a lot with my clients in my practice is a lot of fear and a lot of decisions that are not made based on fear. Although indecisiveness is very much a decision. If you're choosing not to make a decision, You're also making a decision, and then are you doing it out of fear of failure? I want you to ask yourself that next time. Another part that I want to talk about with fear of failure is starting a business. When I started my business, I was terrified. Some people said that I would fail. Some people said I was an idiot, and I didn't care. That was the thing that I said, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to do it. And I didn't fail. And I did it. And here I am. And this is a new journey for me. So again, thank you for listening. I also want to talk about a book real quick, and this is not anything that I'm getting sponsored for, but my buddy Jake wrote a book and it's called Why You Need to Fail. And you can find it at itsjustjake.com. But he talks about a lot of things with his own experience and failure and what the best and worst things are that can come out of that. And it's an awesome book. And so when I was reading it, knowing that I was already going to do my episode on failure or fear of failure and fear of rejection and fear of what others think, I messaged him and thought, oh my God, I have to share this book because it's really awesome. You can get it on Amazon too. And the next thing I want to talk about is fear of rejection. What's the worst thing that can happen if you put yourself out there? Go talk to the girl. Go ask for the raise. Ask for a discount. Take the next step. Apply for the job. Put your song out there. Move forward. Some of the most inspirational people to me are my children. Because they have put themselves out there. They don't care. They move forward. They do what they want to do. They're not afraid of getting rejected. And so many people, famous people, athletes, artists, musicians, business people, all of them, they have all put themselves out there at some point or another, and they've all been rejected. So what is the worst thing that can happen? Put yourself out there and you get rejected. I want you to think about that for a minute. What is the worst thing that could happen? You don't get the job. You don't get the girl. You don't get the raise. That's it. Well, you didn't have the job anyway. Anyway. You didn't have the girl anyway, and you didn't have the raise anyway. So if the worst thing that happens is you're still in the same position, at least you asked. And then you can make a decision if you want to stick with that plan, if you want to stay where you're at, or if you want to make an upward move somewhere else to a different job or try for somebody else. Or do whatever decision that you feel you need to do to keep moving forward with your life. So fear of rejection is definitely something that holds people back. And of course, fear of failure is too. Then there's the ugly monster fear of what others think. Now, the reason I decided to do the first episode about being afraid of what others think is because... This is probably one of the biggest reasons that I have put on hold doing this podcast. I've wanted to do it for four or five years. I've had every idea in the book. I've taken notes for years about what I would talk about, who I would have as guests. And I've been afraid of failure, and I've been afraid of rejection, and I've been afraid of what others think. Although if you ask my mom, I'm a second child, and she would say that second child don't give a shit about what others think. And to some extent, that is true. But think about it. Think about any time somebody judged you or gave their opinion or was negative or critical. Does that person pay your bills? And if they do, that's something you can change. Does that person sit in your day-to-day life? Care too much about what others think, it will consume your life. And you won't be able to make decisions based on you. I don't know if you follow Gary Vee, but I saw something on his Instagram recently that talks about being at a football game and he's in the third quarter and he's screaming at what somebody should have done and that they made a wrong play and he's cursing and he's telling this professional athlete what they should be doing. When at the end of the day, the people in the stands don't care. They don't give two craps about what they're doing. All they care about is what they're doing in the moment. And the people in the stands don't make the decisions for the professional athletes. Now, I know I didn't tell that story as well as Gary did, but at the same time, he has a point. If we're doing what we're doing in our daily life and somebody else has something to say about it, that's none of their business. It's not our business what other people's opinions of us are. And if they feel the need to tell us what their opinions are, then... That's on them. This is the reason why I chose to do fear for this first episode. Because I am terrified. And I would be being dishonest with myself and with all of you if I said that I wasn't terrified. Ultimately, I want to talk about all things that relate to mental health all things that relate to people, because at the end of the day, human connection is what we all long for. And one common theme that I find in my practice is that we're all afraid in some way or another. What is your fear? And how can you overcome that fear? All you can really do is put one foot in front of the other and move forward, and that's enough. You are enough. Another common belief that I find with a lot of clients, we all have a negative core belief of some kind, whether we know it or not. Most of us probably don't know what that is, but if you've been to therapy enough, you probably do know. And the most common negative core belief that I see in my practice is I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. Something along those lines. And along with that goes fear. And that's what makes people afraid because at one point in time, they thought they weren't enough. So they're afraid to be all of who they are. So go for it. Take that extra step. Ask for the raise. Do the things that you're afraid of because we only have one life here. Something else that I want to do and that I will do regularly in this podcast is an I see you letter. Meaning a letter that I write to somebody or that one of my guests write to somebody saying I see you. And I can think of a million people that I could write this letter to. Maybe not a million, but you know what I mean. And I thought over and over on the first episode when I'm talking about failure, who should I write this letter to? And it hit me a few days ago, and I realized I'm talking about failure, and the whole reason I did this episode on failure and fear, fear of failure, rejection, and what others think. I'm afraid. And so I'm taking this step and I thought, I have to write the letter to myself. So today I'm gonna write a letter to myself. Dear self, I see you. I see the struggles that you've been through and I've seen you overcome them. I see that you don't want to share those with the world right now, and you don't have to. I see that you've had some dark times and that you've made both major mistakes and great achievements. I see that at times you've lacked self-confidence and at other times you've worked hard to get it back. I see that after 44 years of being alive and 13 years of being a therapist, that it is a daily practice to be self-aware to admit faults, and to know you're human, to forgive yourself, to change habits, to change behaviors, and to move forward. I see you. I see that you sometimes fail and that you also learn from those failures. The important part of trying and failing is to always try again. I see you. It's also important to give yourself grace and compassion. In a world where you believe that most others deserve grace and compassion, you most certainly deserve to give it to yourself as well. This is the beginning of a new journey for you. You will make mistakes. You will experience fear and judgment, and you will strive to do better. I see you. Love myself. One more thing before we go. The main reason behind doing the letters and the I see you letters is because often in my practice, and I'm sure if you've been to therapy before, you may or may not have been asked to write a letter to someone in your life, dead or alive, past or present, or even your younger self. And mid-session one day when I had a client reading out loud a letter that she wrote to her deceased mother, as we both teared up, I sat there thinking, Why aren't we writing letters to the people we love when they're still alive? We should all be doing this. We should all be telling the people who are still alive how we feel and that we see them. So Let's Talk Family, thank you so much for listening. If you're one listener and this is the first episode, I thank you because you are part of the Let's Talk Family. I see you. I hear you. You are enough. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to spend with me. If this episode was helpful, please like and share with someone else. If you are in a mental health crisis, please dial 988 to the Nationwide Mental Health Crisis and Suicide Prevention Line. This podcast was produced by me, Jennifer Queen, and edited by Dylan at Space Camp Studios. Remember, you have to feel it to heal it. Mental health matters, and you matter.